Welcome to Beacon Baptist Church of Lexington, South Carolina. We trust today's podcast will be a blessing to you. the Lord say amen. Amen. Let's go to Acts 7, 8, and 9. Preaching out of the recent study on Philip the Evangelist. If the Lord will help us, I want to watch doors close, doors open. And then come here tonight and see the doors closing and the doors opening. Amen. The Lord's coming back. Right. Amen. Lord, thank you for Calvary. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for your marvelous, amazing grace. administered in daily doses. Lord, thank you. Thank you for redeeming our life from destruction. Yes, God. Crowning our life with tender mercies. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Sanctify thy servant tonight. Yes, Lord. Lord, saturate our lips and our hearts with the word and the blessings of God. Lord, we'll thank you for it. Transform thy people. Conform us into thy image. Lord God, lay an unction upon us. Lord, make a liar out of the devil. Yes, Lord. Even tonight, we'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. All the Lord's people say it. Amen. Amen. If you're sitting by somebody you love, tell them you love them. Don't be lying about it now. (laughs) If you're sitting by somebody you can't hardly stand, smack them upside the head. (laughs) Don't even look at them when you do it. (laughs) They'll be confused, but you'll feel so much better. (laughs) I better watch it. I'll get something started. Hadn't the Lord been good to us? Yes, sir. Thank the Lord. Brother Lawson, we love you. We're very proud of you and thank God for you. And uh, Sister Tori, these little babies are just amazing. What God hath done. And I love being in this church. It's the sweetest spirit. I'm so comfortable here. I'm so comfortable it's a little scary. (laughs) I get real comfortable. I just be myself. It's bad. It's bad. But it's good. It's good. I'm in Acts 7, 8, and 9. Let the Lord help us. We'll see some doors opening and closing. Closing and opening. Thank the Lord. And I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Right here in Acts 7, 8, and 9, you can see a huge dispensational shift. Yes, sir. I'm just going to spit it out 
I'm just going to lay it out here tonight as God put it on my heart. And if you run behind me, we'll just trust you catch up later. <laughs> and if you run ahead of me, we'll find you in a little while. <laughs> That's the deal. That's how the sermon's going tonight. Amen. And I'll just lay it out here and thank the Lord. Hey, I'm glad the Lord's coming back. Amen. 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 Now, what am I talking about? Acts 7, 8, and 9, you see something. It's a dispensational shift. It's one of them hinge, hinges. Chapter 7, Stephen preaching to the Jews and the Jewish leaders reject Christ, I yes. think, ultimately and finally. Yes, sir. That thing, and he leaves. The, and you know what happened in chapter 9? He saved Paul and sent him to the Gentiles. That's right. He saved Paul and sent him to the Gentiles. Okay. And I think I think you see a door closing right there. Now I understand that the dispensation of the Old Testament of the law was coming to a close, and I know those things don't just close all of a sudden. Right. If you used to shut down some huge uh, power plant out here, it'd take you several months. And I, I knew a man who ran a, a factory. Let's, can I remember what kind it was? I think it was a big sawmill of a mass production. He told me what it would take two weeks to close these things and turn off these electrical and get these wound down. So we understand that things don't just close. You mamas don't close your day down in just two minutes, do you? Especially with these kids. There's supper. There's baths. There's a spanking. There's getting closed down. There's a spanking. There's, there's getting it shut down and getting pajamas on. There's a spanking. And, uh, and, and so you, you, you close your day down gradually at the end. And uh, so don't make a mistake of trying to just like right here is where that dispensation. But this is almost a pinpoint moment. God, Stephen's dealing them Jewish leaders, I personally think, and I don't know how this is working, but when the, Jesus, the heavens were open, they saw Jesus standing that there when Stephen the martyr was dying. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And I don't think it was to honor Stephen. Even though I like that song. Yeah, right. Yeah. He will roll you over the tide. The Georgia Bulldogs, we claim that once a year, every year. And leave me alone. And it never works. <laughs> well, I believe Jesus, they saw him in the heavens in his kingdom and his glory as a fulfillment of probably, a, was it Matthew 25, a prophecy, a judgment to the Jewish leaders, the next time you see me, right. you'll see the Son of Man coming in the kingdom, power and glory. Right. You can go study those things. And, uh, and, I, and, I, and I feel like that that was an ultimate, finally, a final moment, boom where he closed her down with the Jewish nation. Yes, sir. We do believe Romans 11, don't we? Amen. Yeah. Yes. 
God hath not cast away his people which he foreknew. Right. Blindness for a, a season has happened. Blindness in part has happened to, until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. Right. And then he'll turn back to the Jew. We believe in a tribulation period, a time of Jacob's sorrow. We believe in a thousand year reign, a time of refreshing and Amen. restoration. And we believe Jesus is literally coming back. We're old-fashioned, Bible-believing, literal interpretation, pre-tribulation rapture of the church. Thank God, pre-millennial, thousand-year reign, Amen. and then we'll all go to heaven with the Lord. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. And uh, all the independent fundamental Baptists are excoriated in the social media hour that we live. But I'm glad to be on the old ship of Zion. They make fun of us because we dress different, we pray different, we worship different, we believe different, we smell different because we eat fried chicken all the time. We act different, we are different, we're a peculiar people under the I'll stay on the old ship of Zion. Yes, Amen. Hallelujah. Forgot what I was worked up about. <laughs> it was something that had me worked up, I promise you. It was good. Whatever it was, I know you're still enjoying it. I'll come figure it out later. And he's a turning that, shutting that down. Acts 7. Yes, sir. And then Acts 9. Hey. I need all my fellow Gentile pagan heathen dogs to perk up for just a moment. Go ahead and wag your tail. And let's look at our master and thank him. Amen. You look up one of them Greek meanings. I don't go to the Greek mutts unless I want a good salad or a good dry cleaning. I don't go to the Greek mutts, but... Mm. <laughs> Mm, them little word studies that yes, worship. You look it up there and Strong's as a dog licking the hand of his master. Yeah. I need all my fellow Gentile dogs to perk up for a minute. And, uh, and let's thank God that he saved old Paul and sent him to the Gentiles. Amen. And brother, we've been grafted into something that they were broken off of. Amen. We got grafted in. He broke some of that off and grafted us in. And before he's done, though, you'll see that he's offered mercy and salvation to all. Jew and Gentile. This is why well, look at me wanting to chase a rabbit. <laughs> Catch him and put him in a pot. Could be good. You never know. Oh, friends. I'll, I'll, I'll just shoot at the rabbit with a BB gun. We won't really try to kill him. I'll just ping him for a minute. <laughs> the American side of me is tore up about how things have gone the last few months. Right. Yeah. The American side of me, but the saved side of me, 
Right, here I am. <laughs> I figured the tap dance all over your front little step there. That thing just made to dance on what I'm telling you. Kind of excited. Before last November the 3rd, Israel had a friend right. in the world. Right, right. Now Israel don't have a friend in the world. Things are going down there. Things are going up there. <laughs> All right, you're looking at me. You're going to make me throw a chair at you. I can tell. <laughs> Brother, Israel don't need a friend in this world. She's got a friend in another world. Hey, y'all. Turn me back up back there. You got me down in Methodist gear. I'm down here like a Southern Baptist woman deacon. What? A, get me back up to, yeah, Church of God. There, get me get Friday night healing service. There you go. Then turn me down back there. You believe that? Amen. Now, thank God. I mean, if all of y'all's gonna get back there, keep it right. Now. Brother, all the nations are fixing to turn against the Lord. Y'all need to understand something. This corona is worldwide. This thing's got bigger than America and bigger than bigger than the nations. You understand the dark green cloud? Y'all do know we're in a cold war with China, but it's fixing to be a hot war from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I like the way I had that little thought. <laughs> All the host of heaven shall melt with a fervent heat. Right, America's in a cold war with China. She's wanting to be the world empire next. She done fired a biological weapon at us, and we're in a we're in a what's the crypto wall? We're in a firewall. We're in a computer. Oh, honey, they're coming after us in the electronic internet world, and they're coming at us through a biological world. They sure do know how to cook chicken, though. I love a Chinese buffet. Can we still have a Chinese buffet even if the Chinese take over? Can't. I'm very disappointed. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> Brother, the kings of the east are heading our way. Y'all right. ain't helping me. Right. And you better believe that what's going on right now. They're getting us all in place, and I don't think that's the mark of the beast. It'd probably mark you up like a beast. I don't know. Take it if you want to. Who knows? I always try everything. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to sterilize our whole nation. It's population control. I guarantee you that's going on. But anyway, I didn't mean to get sidetracked. Brother, I got news for you. He's drawing the nations together for tribulation judgment. Right. Amen. What I'm going to do for a little bit is look at how we went into the church age. 
because me and you's fixing to leave out of the church. Church age. Amen. You ought to be real excited about being really saved. Amen. We're leaving out of here. And listen, I love that. There's a side of me that will fight and die for that, but that is not my hope. Right. That is not my rock. Right. That is not my salvation. Right. That's not where my faith is. Right. I ain't never asked God to save America. I never figured he was interested in it. That's really the most carnal church members I had got worked up about that. <laughs> Look at y'all wanting your Chevrolet baseball and apple pie. <laughs> Just looking at me. I never asked God. I'm pretty sure he's going to judge America. Jesus didn't die on the cross so you could have good taxes. That's right. Right. Y'all are just looking at the Jesus didn't die on the cross so Republicans could win. Right. Y'all ain't helping. Don't make me go WWF and start throwing chairs. <laughs> we'll try to avoid the elder ladies. <laughs> Everyone else is fair game, even old men. <laughs> it's called Brother Rowell and Brother Caldwell not here tonight. We can throw chairs. <laughs> I'd hate to hit one of them. <laughs> oh, friend, me and you are living in an hour that the Lord's coming back. Yes, I don't know the day or the hour. Don't run down that goofy road. But we know the times and the seasons. And Israel does not have a friend left in this world. If our guy would have won... We'd have been looking for something good to happen in America. But instead, we're looking for something good to happen in Israel. Right. <laughs> It'll take a while, and we'll be gone. Right. Amen. <laughs> Woo! Fixing to sign my own Bible. Can I give a love offering to myself? <laughs> I want to donate to my own offering tonight. Is that we're going to do the Amen. Amen. Well, I ain't got no money. Let me borrow some from you, friend. For oh, from her, for my offering. I'll, I'll get you back in the millennial reign. I'll have more money. <laughs> All right, I got one, two, three, four, five. I got six things I'd like to talk about, and I need to do it. And I need to not waste no time so y'all will stay with me. And I'll quit when the Lord's done. Don't you wish every preacher knew how to do that? <laughs> I try to know how to do that. All right, write these things down. Here we go. Hurry, Friday night's just us. Amen. Amen. Three chapters. We're going to write down a list of several threes. I like these three chapters, and I've already preached that point. In chapter 7, did I ever tell y'all where to go? Acts 7, 8, and 9. Acts 7, watch this. He closes her down with the Jews. And you can see that, verse 51. 
ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost. Sorry, Calvinists, but you can do that. Ye do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did. You see the judgment on the Jews? So do ye. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted, and they have slain them which before showed the coming of the just one, you bet betrayers and murder receive the law. See verse 53, by the disposition of angels and have not kept it. Right. When they heard these things, cut the heart and asked them where the teeth been full, looked upset, saw the glory of Jesus standing right hand of God. Behold, I see the heavens open. Now that's verse 56. Anytime you see the heavens opened, it's because God opened them and he's changing gears. Right. Anytime you see the heaven, and you don't see it much, Revelation 4, the door was opened in heaven. Amen. Revelation 19, the heavens opened. Matthew 3 and 4, the baptism of Jesus, the heavens opened. Y'all ain't helping me. Heavens opened. In Acts 1, he ascended up. Anytime you see the heavens opened, you're looking at God probably closing down or opening up another, another dispensation whereby He's doing something different now. And there it is. Okay, that's why I told you done with the Jews. Right there. And I believe that. And then in chapter 9, what did he do? He saved old Paul. Chapter 9. What, what? Let's see. I got a new layout of my Bible. And it's in verse 15. To bear my name before the Gentiles. Amen. Can I get a witness right there? Amen. Paul finished this. For, Paul was the apostle to the Gentiles. Galatians chapter 2, for your notes, Simon Peter is called the apostle of the circumcision, and Paul is called the apostle of the uncircumcision. That's in the middle of Galatians 2. And by the way, I'm getting ahead of myself, but that'll be fine. Just got to throw it all out there. Isn't the Lord, uh, isn't the Lord just original on how he does things? Yes, sir. You know, if I was going to try to preach the gospel in Jerusalem, I would have sent a city preacher, an educated preacher, an intellectual preacher, and a religious preacher. I'd have sent Paul to Jerusalem. Y'all ain't helping me. Religious, intellectual city, the, Jer the Jerusalem, the capital. And if I was wanting to go get a bunch of old Gentile, pagan, heathen dogs saved, that's where I'd have sent the cussing sailor. Y'all ain't helping me. Right. Simon Peter. Not only would he allow to just quit, start cussing, go fishing, he liable to do it naked. <laughs> I was preaching the other night in a large meeting. I said, just take a look at Peter. Well, Maybe not. Don't look because he's not always wearing his clothes. <laughs> Can I get a witness now? Look what the Lord did. He took religious, educated, university educated, citified, Roman citizen, religious man, a Pharisee. He took Paul. He said, you go get them old messed up sinners. Bunch of drunken, sinning dogs. Go get them. And he took Simon Peter. 
Come here. If you quit cussing for a minute, I'm going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Let's get your clothes on. You got to go preach. Huh? And I want to take an old fisherman, an old country boy, and you go into the middle of the, of the city of Jerusalem, and you're going to be my preacher. Hey, y'all, little lesson learned right there. Don't tell the Lord how to do his business. And in church, don't tell him how to do his business. Right. Get a bunch of carnal, pride-filled bosses running around the church. Well, I tell you how we ought to do this. Yeah, and you'd have put Paul in Jerusalem and Peter to the Gentiles. I know it's just y'all, but I got nobody else to holler at. <laughs> just let me enjoy myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's time to vote, and I tell you, I've been thinking about it. I know how we need to do that. Yeah, and you to put Paul and Peter in the wrong ministries. Right. Yeah, you're right. Now, there's a fine line, young preacher, between faith and foolishness. We need to exercise caution around it. No, you don't. You need to exercise faith. Amen. Right. Right. We don't need the gurus of Wall Street to tell us how to grow a church. Right. And we don't need the practices of Main Street, your little mom and pop business of how to run church. Right. Church don't run on Main Street smarts and Wall Street genius. Right. Church runs on faith. Amen. You believe God. Right. Amen. Woo! Get in. Tell you how we're going to win this war. Get rid of the army. <laughs> and get rid of your arsenal while you're at it. Uh, I'm voting against that. That makes no sense. <laughs> how we're going to win this war. You got rid of my army. You got rid of my arsenal. Now, Lord, there's a fine line between faith and foolishness. Won't you just hush and believe God? Amen. Get you a burning lamb. Get you, get you a clay vessel. Get you a trumpet. Y'all trying to do all this thing. And listen, you don't need no contemporary mega church to, on social media. What y'all doing on social media anyway? How do you study to be quiet and to mind your own business on social media? Put that under your Facebook account. Take that. Take paper and tape and take that to your Facebook account. Study to be quiet and to mind your own business. So you don't tell nobody your business and you stay out of everybody else's business. How are you going to Facebook and do that? Yank. That's a word in a dictionary. Yank. Gee, Chet, no, y'all, you won't do yeah. Tell Mommer and them. It's a language all of our own. Yank. Yeah. How are you going to be the opposite of lovers of thine own self and you do nothing but take selfies? Right. I'm just asking. I didn't even want to know. It's a friend of mine. He wanted to know. <laughs> oh, child, I got news for you. We need to quit acting like we know how to run God's business. The people of the Lord need to cooperate with the shepherd. The shepherd's got to submit himself to the scriptures. The preacher and the people all got to be submitted to the Word of God. We've all got to be submitted to the Spirit of God. We 
all got to be submitted one to another. And the Lord will show us what He wants us to do. And then just believe God. Amen. Wives, quit worrying and telling your husband how. Let him get a word from God and let him obey it. I lost all my shouters right there. <laughs> the women wouldn't say amen and the men were scared too. <laughs> I really thought a couple of you had enough courage to say amen. <laughs> Y'all back there, holler amen out of there. You ain't just sitting back there. You got to holler stuff at me. Amen. Is there night to be picked on? You were last night. I love your tie. I love your shirt tonight. <laughs> I just redeemed myself. Yeah, I guess I slowed down for a minute here. We would have put a committee and a vote together. Paul belongs pastoring in Jerusalem, no doubt, we'd have said. And Peter, the crazy cussing sailor, he, needs, he can go reach preachers. Right. I reach sinners. Wouldn't we have said that? Wouldn't we have said that? Mm-hmm. I'm just stopping a minute here. I don't have to get all my stuff in to leave happy. I wish I had some fellers that would. <laughs> You're done. It's been good. <laughs> we don't have to eat all the cake in one sitting. Later. Ain't y'all glad I know that? <laughs> Isn't that something? We want to run things in the American churches with a business mindset. That ain't how you do it. Right. You run it by faith. Amen. Right. Not one thing God ever told a man to do in that Bible made sense. Abraham, take your only beloved son in whom are all the promises and the prophecies and get him up on that mountain and kill him. <laughs> okay, that's what I was thinking when I woke up this morning. Just kill my boy. <laughs> Noah, build a boat the size of four football fields on an earth where it's never rained or flooded. Yeah, Ain't nobody ever seen a boat probably much. All these years they thought that thing was in Turkey. I seen it in Kentucky. <laughs> they just had it a little off. It wasn't Turkey, it was Kentucky. All this time, National Geographic and everybody. <laughs> Things over there right, right around Cincinnati. Pretty neat. Three chapters. Chapter 7, he's done with the Jews. Chapter 9, he went to the Gentile. You know who is between Jew and Gentiles? Jew Gentiles. Samaritans. Half Jew, half Gentile. Look at the Lord turning the page. I'm about to run. I jumped through your windows, but they're skinny windows. I didn't wear my skinny britches. I'd pay money to see Josh Lawson in a pair of skinny jeans. <laughs> Can we see it, Tori? I want to see it just one time. With little holes ripped in them and a polo shirt. And he'd come in here. All right, let's sing, everybody. <laughs> 
Are we on worldwide tonight? Oh, it's bad. It's bad, Brother John. You talk about a fundraiser. I'd donate money to come see this thing. <laughs> Chapter 8, verse... Five. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria. And it kept talking about Samaria. See verse 14. When the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God. Do y'all see a page turning? We're going from Jews to Gentiles, but we'll bridge a little gap and get the Jew Gentiles. Right. Yeah. Woo! 7, 8, and 9. Yeah. Jews, Gentile Jews, Jew Gentiles, Gentiles. The reason I'm excited about this is me and you are living in an hour where everything's come back. 2,000 years later, he's headed back to the Jews. You bear with me. Don't read too much into this. I don't even want to discuss it with you. But right now, America is the what, what of all nations. What kind of pot is she? She's the melting pot. And everyone's and, and, and everyone is mingled and mixed. That's right. And it's all a Gentile to everything back to the Jew. Three chapters. Three chapters. Write this down. Write this down. Uh, mm, 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 who do I want to? Three characters. Three characters. Stephen, first martyr. Philip, first missionary. God sent him to the uttermost part of the earth, people. Do you know Africa, Ethiopia in particular, is the uttermost part of the earth? Remember, Jesus gave the Great Commission, Acts 1 8. And you shall receive power. Holy Ghost come upon you. Shall be my witness, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and unto thee. And you know in Matthew 12, he interpreted it. He said the queen of Sheba came from the uttermost part of the earth. Mm-hmm. And, oh boy. We got the first missionary. Philip goes to a man from the uttermost part of the earth who's headed back to the uttermost part of the earth. Mm, that was a happy bubble. We had to fling it off. Mm. And then there's Paul, the first mandate with the gospel to go to the Gentiles. First martyr, first missionary, first mandate. Three characters. Now there's three converts. You see how I can get through one point fast if I need to? It's encouraging, ain't it? It's, it's encouraging, brother. It is. I can do a 60-second point if I need to. Good to know. Now there's three converts. Hmm. And you know what? They're the three sons of Noah. God saved the black man in chapter 8, the Ethiopian eunuch. Is that verse 30, 32, 35, all in there? Okay. That's the son of Ham. 
Then he goes over there and he saves Saul of Tarsus, who we know is the Apostle Paul. That's the son of Shem. Right. You got a black man and a Jew man. Right. And then here come all of us Europeans, us Japhethites, the Vikings. That's why we rednecks are a little wild. <laughs> you better be glad it's just football. If it gets worse than that, we'll show you what we're made of. Here we come. <laughs> The English are smart enough, good, because the Irish are mean enough, that's good, and the Scottish, they're, they're uh, angry enough. <laughs> and they're all drunk. Did I mention that? Sorry to mention that. And the Germans are trying to take over the world, <laughs> and the Spaniards are just taking an afternoon nap. <laughs> Here come the Japhethites, sons of Japheth. Chapter 10, is it verse 1 or 2? Cornelius of the Italian band. Mm. So you got three converts. You got the black man, the Jew man, and uh, what we call the white man, Japheth. There's Cornelius of the Italian band. Boy, that Roman, listen, them Romans had it in them before the Roman Catholics ever got going. Right. I mean, look at him, brother. He was, what, is it verse 2 or 3? Making alms, devout, always praying. I mean, them Italians, they've been quite religious sometime. Right. Can I get a witness? Right. Yeah. Yeah, do you see that? Three sons of Noah. What about God? Bringing them all back in. <laughs> they got off that ark in Kentucky. And Noah blessed them. Anyway. <laughs> I better correct that. Somebody will There will be somebody who's never went to church before watching. Ah, oh, the Ark's in Kentucky. <laughs> My name is Josh Lawson. <laughs> when the lawsuits come, they're arresting him, people. I'll be three states away just pr praying for y'all, Sister Tori. I'll just be praying. <laughs> Wear your polka dot tie to court. The odds will be better for you. <laughs> he knows I love him. He knows I love him. When I'm, if I'm not picking on him, it's when I'm mad at him. So I've always picked on him. <laughs> Ain't never been mad at him. Oh, yet. Yeah, we got a whole ministry in front. We got many years. When I get old, I plan on getting mad at everybody. What's wrong with him? He's an old man. Okay, that's fine. Three converts. I want to show you something about the Ethiopian and the Jew. Watch this. It's two different. One of them got saved and needed a soul winner, needed a counseling session, needed explanation, right? Yes, sir. Right. What does it say, chapter 8? What's the verse? Understandest thou what thou readest? How can I? Except some man should guide me. What verse is that, y'all? 31. All right, flip the page over. Paul, God saved him by knocking him off his donkey. He didn't even want to get saved. <laughs> he was wanting to kill everybody that was saved. And find me the verse, this will be hard to find, where it said, No man 
un understood or no man heard. Chapter 9, verse something, when God knocked him off his donkey, or he fell to the earth. Seven? Read for me what it says. But seeing no man. In chapter 8, that sinner needed a man. How can I accept some man should guide me? Next chapter. I was like, yeah, better not send him a soul winner. He'll murder the poor thing. <laughs> and he don't even want to get saved. I'm fixing to save the pudding out of it. Hey, I'm not a Calvinist. Amen. I'm not even a one-point Calvinist. Amen. Right. I'm not three and a half. Right. All five points are heresy. Amen. Right. I would look at the camera and tell people who I'm talking to, like him and him but you know. <laughs> Y'all the one turned it on. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> I think Josh lost it. <laughs> you know what? If somebody tells you that I wasn't even looking for him, and he came looking for me. Right. Amen. Amen. I didn't know who he was, and he saved me. Amen. Amen. You, you get halfway out of your pew and shout, because that's how it happened for yeah. them. Right. Amen. Just come halfway out of pew and say, Glory to God, brother. <laughs> Glad you're saved. Amen. And if the next man says, I've been going to church, Jerusalem, I've been reading my scrolls. I don't know if anybody's going to say that. I've been reading my Bible a long time. I was looking for him. I was looking for him. I was told where he was. I went to Jerusalem. I went to his house. I went to his book. Right. I was looking for him. Yep. And God sent a soul winner my way. Amen. And he led me down the Romans road and the Peter road and the, and the Damascus road. He led me down the, the Gaza road. They were on the Gaza road. <laughs> he led me down the Gaza road. Don't you get upset because somebody had a soul winner and somebody took them down a Romans road. Right. Come halfway out of your pew and shout. Right. Amen. Because God saves them any way He wants to. Right. Amen. I'm not against the door knocking crowd. I'm not against the power of God crowd. I'm for everybody that believes the gospel and believes that Bible. Amen. Something is just important. Boy, I ought to take an hour and preach right here. You quit worrying about how you got saved. Just be glad you got saved. Right. Amen. Amen. Right. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Where are we at? We've had three chapters and three converts. We've had three characters. Now let's look at three commissions real quick. And then believe it or not, I'm almost done. I didn't even believe it when I said it, but I'm expecting y'all to. <clears throat> Circle them quick. Chapter 8, verse 26. <clears throat> the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, Arise and go 
Hurry now. Chapter 9, verse 6. He tells Paul, Arise and go. It's <clears throat> when the Lord saved him. Then just drop down how many verses? Go to verse 11 of chapter 9, and here's Ananias. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go. There's three sons of Noah. There's three of God's men. There's three chapters. There's three converts. Well, here's three commissions. Right. Arise and go to Philip, a deacon. Arise and go to Paul. Going to be a preacher. Arise and go to Ananias. Just a brother. What about the great commissions for everybody in the church? Y'all ain't helping me. Right. Do you see it? The deacon, arise and go. The apostle, the preacher, arise and go. The layman. Somebody told me that was Roman Catholic language. I don't, I don't know. The layman, just a man, not a deacon and not a preacher. Ananias. He had the great commission in his life. Amen. I want to say something in our independent Baptist church. We got a little lopsided on something. This thing, this thing is not all about preachers. Right. Amen. Right. The Bible wasn't written for preachers to get a blessing, and y'all just kind of look on. And church is not so that a preacher can have whatever, and, and the people just watch him have it. Sure. The only reason there is such a thing as preachers is because God loves his people. Amen. That Bible's for his people. Them sermons are for his people. The church meeting's for his people. Amen. The only reason we have preachers is because God loves his people. Amen. All right, did you see that? The Great Commission's for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. What did he tell the deacon, the servant? Where, where did he tell him to go? 826, arise and go. Does it say to the south? Is that what it says? To the south. Does it say the desert right after that? Mm -hmm. Toward the south. Toward the south. What about that? He tells the deacon, you go down. Servants. What did he tell the preacher? Chapter 9, verse something. Arise and go into the city. Yeah, that preacher's got to go after people. What did he, he tell our church brother? He had a street for him. Isn't that something, friend? He had a street. It's <laughs> just a place, an address. That was his. Yeah. But you know what he's responsible for? Sending the greatest apostle ever into the ministry. <laughs> Don't you lay brothers feel like you're nothing. You're responsible for the something. You sent out the something. You were there, and you had a street, and you had a house, and that's where the something come in and got what he needed Amen. to go do something. Right. Don't y'all feel like you're on the bottom because you're not a preacher, not an evangelist, Amen. not a deacon? <laughs> oh, you're on the bottom, but you're holding all of us up. <laughs> you're carrying all of us. Amen. Woo -hoo -hoo. 
Isn't that good? Ladies, you're not in there. Couldn't wait to get on you ladies. Waited all day. Waited all day. Eve shouldn't have bit that apple. Been waiting all day. <laughs> ladies, you don't have a great commission in there. Did you see any woman with a great commission? No. You want to know why? This is actually because y'all are better than us. <laughs> you know why I didn't tell the women to arise and go? Because they never sat down and quit. Right. They were at the cross. They were at the tomb day one and two and three. And it was a woman that discovered he's alive. And Jesus and the angel's like, hey, go get the men out of their backslidden sorry bed. <laughs> Y'all know I'm telling it right. Go quickly and tell my disciples. Do you want to paraphrase on that? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> they couldn't handle it, brother. <laughs> Please go get the scaredy cat boys. You girls was at the cross. Y'all was at the tomb when his body was in there. Right. The only commission I could find for you dear mothers and sisters, the only commission I could find for them was at the empty tomb. And he told Mary, go quickly. And get them in. Didn't have to tell her to arise. She was there when he arose. <laughs> right. Had to eat that happy bubble. It was going to hurt people. <laughs> that one was going to blow up and hurt everybody. Isn't that something? Didn't say arise to the women because they were there <laughs> when he arose. It's just go. Get the men. I got to get them back in this thing. Sorry outfit. I studied the originals. You don't want to know. You don't want to know what the Lord was, what the, that angel was telling them. Go get the men. That was courteous Elizabethan era Shakespearean English. Go get the men. You don't want to hear Beacon neighborhood language. No. What about that three commissions? Mm, I'm tempted to get happy right there. Yeah. Ladies, let y'all enjoy a little more. Usually, independent Baptists are a lot like Muslims. We just beat y'all up and walk behind ten steps and cover yourself. Worth for covering yourself, but you don't have to cover yourself. <laughs> That New Testament's pretty rough on the devil. And women got him back. I'm not going to go too deep into this. But Satan walked into that First Testament and walked right up to Eve and deceived her. What a mess. He walked into that New Testament and there were two women standing there. Mary and Elizabeth. Paul told Timothy it's about the Adam and Eve story. He said, through childbearing is where she'll find that she saves herself. 
<laughs> Mary's standing there going, bad news for you, Mr. Devil. Elizabeth standing there with a little full of the Holy Ghost shouting Baptist preacher right. in her little womb going, mm-hmm, <coughs> wrong testament. <laughs> this one belongs to us. Two women met him. One had, hey, one had the Son of God in her, and the other had the Spirit of God in her. According to my New Testament, Elizabeth was the first individual filled with the Holy Ghost. John the Baptist actually was. And as soon as he, that little babe in the womb, which must have meant he wasn't an abortable fetus, must have been a person. Right, right, amen. Yes, sir. Leaping in the womb, tell me you get full of the Holy Ghost, you might leap. Right, right. That's from you cold, dead, backslid Protestants acting like Baptists. Right. Playing Baptists, you're really Roman Catholic Protestants with your dead formality. Right. You get full of the Holy Ghost, Baptists leap. Right. That's good. Yes, I got scripture for it. <laughs> She's got, and Elizabeth is standing there with the last Old Testament prophet in her womb and the first New Testament preacher, and she wasn't even having twins. He was two people. He was Elijah, too. Yes, he was. They'd have accepted him. Right. He said, explain that. No, believe it. Right. Amen. I dare you to believe it without me explaining it. How about a little faith in your Bible? Yeah. That was Elijah. Faith had received him. Right. He was the last Old Testament prophet, John the Baptist. There's one coming. There's one that came. <laughs> he came. We just went through Matthew 3 in 10 seconds. Yeah. There was a day he walked down in the Jordan and he echoed 10,000 prophets. There's one coming. But that day he walked out of the Jordan. He came. The Lamb of God came. New Testament preacher. That's another instance where the heavens opened. Mary and Elizabeth standing there and said, Bad Testament for you, devil. We're ready this time. Seen that woman over at the table next to us today behind you, young mama carrying a child, and she had on even a good dress, and every time she, she'd rub that belly. <laughs> Why do you think the devil's wanted to kill? He's killed 65 million of them in this nation through abortion. Ain't no telling who all he killed. Oh, my. Okay, y'all doing all right? We're coming to the end here. I'm okay, we're on the last one. I'm not going to give you that other one. That's maybe tomorrow. I don't know what hard C to use with this. We've had three chapters, three classifications, three converts, three children, sons of Noah, three characters, three commissions. I'm on my last one now. Third event. Coming of Christ. I got six minutes and I will have been up here an hour. He don't care. Y'all don't care. But I'm hungry. 
<laughs> I've not had anything to eat since before the service. <laughs> there is not a McDonald's fish fillet sandwich in the front seat, nor a chicken sandwich. There's not. There was. There is not now. I murdered them. <laughs> That's what happened to them two sandwiches. I just didn't eat them. No, not those two. <laughs> All right, can I share something with y'all? I want you to do something now, sister, back there with the camera. In all seriousness, I want you to turn it off now. Thank you for making us part of your day. We would love to hear from you. Please find us on Facebook or at our website, bbclexington.com. When the rolling call of young.